Thank you for tuning in to a Jones production, where we focus on positivity through practical and biblical perception. Dealing with real-life scenarios and challenging situations, we find a way to turn the hurt and pain into positivity and empowerment. Your present may be a result of your past, but it does not have to dictate your future. Hello, welcome to a Jones production. My name is Mark. I'm Shalisa. And thank you for tuning in today. Today is an impromptu. <laughs> today is an impromptu podcast about what'd you call it? Thirstyism. Thirstyism. I was gonna say thirstyism. Thirstyism about being or thirstyism thirsty. or whatever you want to call it. I guess being it's all thirsty. about what is. What does it mean to be thirsty? What is thirstyism? So you tell me what is thirstyism. So thirstyism is something where you are. Um, quenching a drink from something or from someone or from a situation it doesn't necessarily have to be from people um it could be from likes on the internet to um to uh words but that's their season when I think of thirstyism, you know, or being thirsty, I think of someone, you know, needing attention, you know, needing, you know, affirmation, you know, being thirsty from just being wounded. I mean, essentially, you have this unquenchable thirst that is, you know, you're, you're seeking to have it quenched. But what do we call it? By all these false quenchers? Yeah. <laughs> You know, i.e., you know, social media, you know, looking for likes, you know, looking for, you know, people to uh, give you attention or people to say something about what you're doing or saying, you know, like the good old days, like, good job, good job. You know, people need those, you know, good jobs, if you will, from people that really don't even have any type of valid, I would say, authority to make any type of changes in your life to really benefit you. Right. For real, for real, mm-hmm. you know. Obviously, friends being, in my opinion, you know, a uh, uh, thirst thing. But no, go ahead. You, this is your thing. Um. So when you think of thirsty, I think it's, I think about a ailment, something that you have that needs to be, I don't know, quenched. Quench. I guess, yeah. or like scratched, or fulfilled or like you i guess fulfilled in a way but you mentioned someone like diabetes or something like that yes like, with somebody with diabetes they're very thirsty a lot they can't get enough liquids inside of them to be um not thirsty anymore yeah so i thought that was kind of interesting you know because not only can it be from the physical but it can be internally yeah Two. Um, um, I think another thing that people don't think of when they think about being thirsty is interpretations of things. Yeah. So, like, just because you interpret this a situation this way doesn't mean how it. That's how it is. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's somebody into you. Like when we met. <laughs> like what Taylor, you got to. You just you just so, dropped it on my head. <laughs> like oh, I didn't care. I wasn't into you like that. 
<laughs> so me and Marcus met at a party for the first time. And, um, you know, there's drinks there, you know, and I, I was, you know, the life of the party, so to speak. You know, I would pass people drinks and I passed him probably a lot of drinks or shots, I should yeah. say. Hand delivered. Hand delivered, yes. Yeah, I'm like, she digging me. She into See, me. She interpretation, me right? And I was just handing him some drinks. <laughs> and you know? did the little keg thing with me, too. I did in the <laughs> kitchen, yes. Yeah. But that don't mean anything. It don't. <laughs> it don't. He was a little thirsty. I was thirsty. <laughs> I was thirsty. But, um, yeah, so, you know, I was, you know, telling him about this, and I'm like, that's an interpretation because at that time I had just met him for the first time. I'm not even sure. Did I know your name in that, that day? I don't even know. I don't know. But it was an interpretation. Like, I don't, you can't just, I don't meet people and be like, oh, you know. Yeah. But people could think that somebody's into them when they really ain't. It's when they're really not. It's just, just because your, your perception of like, I'm you, you thirsty. You out here. You right. need attention. You want, you know, whatever it is that they have. You want them to. Uh, well, there. <laughs> <laughs> you want them to, um, to essentially, like, give you all this attention and 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 pretty much like you in your own little world. Like, yeah, everybody, you know, looking at me or paying attention to me or exactly or they I need some sort of like, you know, affirmation. You, you know, know what? It's so funny that he brought that up because it's like. Like being in front of people like I probably if I was in a room full of people and needed to go to the bathroom, I probably would wait until whatever that class session or whatever it is. Yeah. Versus getting up in the middle of the class and then going to the bathroom. I would wait. Or unless I was sitting right by the door, I would get up. But you would think that everybody's looking at you and they really not. They don't care. They not, They don't even see you. Yeah. That's they crazy. thinking about you. So that's, that's one thing, you know, people are so into themselves where, you know, they're just thirsty to the point to where they're like crying out for help. Right. In so many different ways. Right. Like, they don't even know it. Don't they don't even, they don't even realize how thirsty or desperate they look. Right. You know, when they're, you know, even social media. You know, yeah. I feel like social media is, you know, the, the biggest thirst trap to mankind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm going to call it that again. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to repeat. Social media is the biggest thirst trap to mankind. Um, being that fact that people are on there because they thirsty. You know, they looking for likes, they looking for all these different things that, you know, that's not going to benefit them whatsoever. I can see it if it's like a means to really help people right. or like to um, promote your business or to even like, you know, do something, you know, beyond yourself, you know, mm -hmm. but people are on there posting pictures after pictures after pictures, showing what they got, well, showing what they doing. Like I don't. I don't even think it's about necessarily the posting pictures. It's the receiving end of people liking the pictures. 
is that. Well, see, the thing is, the motivating factor is, is people going to post this picture like, oh, I'm about to put it, I'm about to put this pic yeah, up. Yeah, your best foot I'm about forward. to, yeah, yeah, I'm about to, you know, highlight reel. Oh, we finna be out here in Florida. Like, we ain't posting. We was out in Florida doing all kind of stuff, you know, right. having fun, water parks and everything. And we ain't finna sit up here and show it off. Like, I mean, people, <laughs> people feel the need to, like, literally broadcast to the world everything that they do because they're, they're thirsty you. yeah because they they want someone to attention thumbs up like it oh somebody liked it heart it i gotta like i got somebody hearted it like my pick like my pick but it's like at the end of the day like where is that stemming from right you know where like how who is it benefiting right I can see like some people that do things like that to motivate people to say, look, okay, this is what we own, but this is how we got here and this is what we doing. You know, sign up, you know, or if you got a class, you got some sort of program, whatever. But my thing is the biggest thirst trap to society is social media. The thing is, I think I'm forgetting my thought. Um, nah. I forgot my thought. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking too much. See, I know this was yours. It's supposed to be yours, but I only took over because I had a point I wanted to make about the social mediums of the world, you know, but I mean, and then you got the people, you know, people thirsty, you know, um, I'm, a, I'm, when you get your thought together, you know, let me know, mm -hmm. uh, cause I'm gonna just keep on blabbering. But, um, I think about the aspect of, you know, fatherlessness, you know, being, can you get him? Being without a father, you know, the main thing is, is, you know, what, what happens, you know, people that don't have fathers, you know, mm -hmm. it's easy for those that don't have fathers to pretty much have this, they get caught in a lot of thirst traps, <laughs> you know, because, or not just fathers, but any, let's say anybody, whatever it's a female or a dude or whatever, you know, they don't have no role models. They don't have no father figures. They don't have anyone to teach them the ropes because now they're going to all these other, you know, um, thirst traps trying to get their, you know, quench field. <laughs> trying to figure, get get the quench their thirst. Thirst quench. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get the thirst. But see, like you, ever, you remember that one book, that one crane book, that You Are My Mama book? Yeah. <laughs> With that. With the little yeah. crane. I mean, yeah. I'm a 90s baby. So that's like my childhood right there with the little crane. And you got the bird that's going around. You Are you my, are mama? my mama? Are you my mama? So you think about that. But that happens in so many lives because people are seeking after this affirmation. Seeking after this, you know, um, I would say this void to be filled right. by whatever it is. Right. I mean... Whether if it's the attention, whether if it's the affirmation, whether if it's just simply, you know, trying to be around somebody that has, you know, uh, a sense of, you know, manliness or, or, or if whatever it is, godliness or whatever, mm -hmm. you know. And my thing is, I don't necessarily want to sit up there and say, okay, you know, all of it's bad because you want to like, because Jesus said, you know, those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, they shall be filled. Okay. So obviously being thirsty ain't necessarily a bad thing you want to thirst after the right, right. things but you don't want to be thirsty over something that don't make no sense yeah you know like me not having a father yes i can honestly say that i did thirst for like a fatherly type of relationship so therefore i ended up putting like pastors or leaders or whoever mm -hmm. it was 
in this place where, you know, I probably would have had a father, you right. know, in my life. Mm-hmm. And then I end up giving them more, you know, authority or more, you know, influence over my identity than I should have because, you know, I, I didn't know any better. No right. one don't know any better. No, most people when they're doing that, they just kind of just just going in and seeking. You seeking. I mean, that's why I came out with this book right here. You know, who am I? And I'm going to keep on talking about that. Who am I? Check out this book. I'm going to jump it around. So when they come up on the little, what's that, the clip previews? It'll come back and say like that when they do it on YouTube. But no, that's the thing that, you know, I feel like is, is huge is, you know, a lot of people that lack any type of upbringing, you know, fatherly mainly, but also even, you know, from others, they have uh, a, a more propensity to fall into what is called thirst traps. Mm-hmm. But was gonna say um when we was talking earlier in the uh, about how you asked me if didn't you ask me something along the lines are you thirsty in our relationship or something like that yeah and I said sometimes you know because you gotta think about it though like maybe there's a time y'all going through something you know somebody has to feel. Yeah. Some type of way, you know? Yeah. If you're in a relationship and you feel thirsty, which I don't necessarily think that that's, um, it's not a wrong situation. What's that, though? I guess. To feel thirsty? To feel thirsty in, in a relationship. Well, no, you shouldn't. I mean, you should have, at the end of the day, I feel like relationships a good, you know, when you think of a relationship, I think of like the, a well-oiled machine, you know, a V8 operating on all cylinders. Everyone wants that relationship where everything is hunky-dory, sunshine, blue skies, rainbows. I get it. But yes, you're right. There are going to be instances where, you know, there may be areas where you may be thirsty in a particular area. Like, I need some attention. Right. I need, you know, whatever it is. That or I'm, even I said a break, right? A break from, like, you know, like a few hours yeah. just to go out and... Not have to, you know. Prime example right there. (laughs) Not have to toy kids on my arms. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Thirsty for that that, that me time. I I got some of that yesterday, so I'm good for a while. But, you know, you just have to be aware of those situations and um, knowing how to quench that thirst as well. Yeah. You know, because... Yeah, I wanted some me time, you know, and you was like, go. So yeah. I went out and went to the mall and stuff like that and just simply walked around. You know, it wasn't nothing. I did get a pretzel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, you got out the house and you was able to do. I was literally just talking to a friend of mine, you know, and uh, he was talking <laughs> about like when he get off work, same exact thing. He worked from home. He worked remote. So when he come out. You know, he he immediately got to from go from wearing you know his his work hat to wearing yeah. you know the the parent hat. You know the same type yeah. of thing. But except his thing was was like he didn't have nowhere to go. Like he wanted to have you know yeah that's that's another thing he wanted to get his basement finished. But you know that was gonna be his, his chill area. We don't have a chill area. You don't have anywhere to you know run at high so to speak and have your me time. Right. I was like man, I go get in the car and sit in the garage in my car. You know, <laughs> and hide in the car and just be out there. But I mean, but. I feel like everybody at some point do need to have that, you know, thirsty for, you know, your me time, being able to decompress, right. being able to just sit with your thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. and um, people don't understand the, the importance of that, you know, right. and, and it's not a wrong thirst to have, you right. know, because you want to make sure that, 
you can, you know, for one, don't lose yourself in the midst of this life. Because before you know it, I mean, I remember having them days where, you know, I'm working, you know, 10, 12 hour shifts and then I come home and then, you know, I'm trying to interact. But in real talk, I'm shut down because everything is like a rat race. And then you and then what happens is, is you do it, you know so consistently and then you get to that one day off and then you just go balls to the wall i'm getting blasted right. <laughs> you're like i'm not even you know i'm not gonna remember nothing so <laughs> i mean i obviously we don't live like that now but i'm just saying that just take me back to those days where yeah. you don't live where you live such a you know um on the go lifestyle where you don't have any me time mm-hmm. any so any time for yourself to do something that you like to do something that you know, and um, I know I was listening to the podcast Future to Success the other day, and then know Jamal was talking about how you know the Dave Ramsey thing, how people will save, 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 but they don't live life. You right. know, you do all the sacrifice, but you don't live. You know, and that's the thing that a lot of people you know tend to overlook is that you they they get they try to obviously you do want to have this disciplined lifestyle, you do want to you know go hard, but you do want to like live too you don't want to have because I, I was like that i'm the type of person where i'm like you know what i don't care i will will eat peanut butter sandwiches for a month straight and i will not come out this basement for a month straight until i complete what i'm trying to complete and i will live in a hole right. <laughs> until i'm done doing what i'm doing mm-hmm. you know but some people they don't have that mindset to where they can't do that but even then you still got to understand that that can be damaging in itself too because right, you right. still you know, you're not being able to be relatable. You're not that's, being able to talk to people and build relationships and none of that. But go ahead. I'm we're sorry. We're the opposites, you know, like, because I'm the type of person that, yeah, I can get done what I need to get done, but I'm going to need some breaks in between. And I'm going to need to, you know, go relax a little bit. Yeah. You know, all in the midst. Yeah. And you, like, let me shut down, lock myself somewhere. And just grind. And get it done. And just grind. But, like, my mind, like, even though still, if I did that, my mind would be somewhere else. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to be doing this one thing, but I'm sitting here, (laughs) you know, procrastinating. Yeah. And and I feel like that, that goes to the whole thing about the relationships and being able to quench each other's thirst in the areas where we need them. Like, obviously, the strengths and the weaknesses... You know how the Bible talks about, you know, Adam having to help me, you know, and when we work as a team, we talk about the uh, the three C's and I'm about to add the other, the fourth C now, but obviously before it was communication, collaboration and compromise. But then it was this other C that, you know, I heard from the ETA Game Changers rep call one night and that was comprehension, you know, so that was another one that I wanted to throw out there was the fact that. Yeah, you can communicate, but you some people some people don't comprehend it. Oh yeah, <laughs> like hearing and listening, right? Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But no, that's that's the thing that I always like. Just look at. I think about that, like the thirst and how it relates to you know being able to be well rounded, so you have all the areas of your life quenched. Yes, quenched. Yes. <laughs> that's, Yes. That's huge. But no, I mean that's that that's the thing and and I would say I know this is an impromptu podcast, obviously about twenty minutes in and 
There, was there any more points that you wanted to hit over the head real quick while we still got the tape rolling? Um, no, just, you know, make sure it's the right quenching that you get. So, you know, Jesus is always that. Yeah. You know, his word. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> you say, yeah, tell it, tell it, mama. It's always that quench that you wouldn't eat your thirst, but no matter in any situation. Yeah. No matter if you need attention from somebody, no matter if your body's going through it, no yeah. matter um, an array of situations, he yeah. will always be the answer. Yeah, Matthew 5, 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Right. So it's like, at the end of the day, being thirsty isn't obviously wrong. It's about thirsting after the right things. Right. You know, you want to make sure you're thirsty after things that are productive. Pure, righteous, yeah. uh, productive, that's going to even add to you. Yeah. You know, not... Uh, like, for instance, when I went and we just went to the mall and stuff yesterday, that was adding to me because now I can have a better mindset here with the kids all week. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You need your batteries recharged. Yeah. And, and it's just, you know, I, I think of it like you kind of got to have like ebb and flows. Like you got to balance it out. You got to, you know, at the rep call, they said you got to have a rhythm. You know, mm-hmm. exactly. Rhythm is is you know balancing rhythm is two different things. Cause, you yeah. know, a rhythm is Monday just Friday. flowing. Right. You know, you flowing with it, you're ebbing and flowing. You know, and before you know it, it's um, you 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 don't probably then hit two or three days straight doing something, but you still got gas the mm-hmm. go. And then, cause balance is you know when I think of balance, you gotta you know one day on one day off, one day on one day something that don't work like that. Sometimes you got to grind, 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 right, grind. exactly. But before I forget the scripture that popped in my head was exactly talking about the church. You know, Colossians, set your mind on things above, not on things in this earth, you mm-hmm. know. And um, I think about that as, you know, uh, the the real ultimate thirst thirst quencher. Right. You know, if you, if you can set your mind on things higher, obviously get with the Bible and get with, you know, the Bible in the extent of not what you can get from it. Because when I say that, people always think of like, no, you got, you know, the prosperity thing. But no, it's it's all about, you know, your, your inner inward growth. I know the series that they was talking about, you know, in church was uh, it comes from within. Mm-hmm. You know, Matthew 15, you mentioned that the other time. Right. You know, it's not what goes into the, the mouth that defiles a man. It's what comes out of the heart right. you know, that defiles a man. So, you know, you want to be thirsty in the areas of spiritual growth. Right. You know, how can I get better? I would like, even when I said the last time, you want to do the drill downs. You want to be thirsty to get to the bottom of whatever problem that you have for real, for real. Right. You know, and I, um, you know, I went through those phases in life where I always would ask myself, like, why do I keep going through this? Why do these things keep happening? I remember mm-hmm. back in 2018, February 2018, I remember I wrote a letter to God and I, I wrote it and I, t- I typed it up and printed it off and everything. But it was just pretty much a detailed letter like, God, why is all this stuff happening? Why, 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 why? All these lists of, you know, why does all this craziness happen? And then that's when, you know, he took us through that whole season, you know, uh, the Omega thing. And now, you know, Victorious Life and, and pretty much just 
the books that I've written. And he's like, he revealed that to me because I chose to actually like get 100 with God and just say, you know, I'm drilling down. I'm thirsty after the truth. Right. I'm thirsty after knowing like, why is this world the way it is? Mm-hmm. Why are things the way they are in my life, in this world? Why does like, you know, things happen the way they happen? And he started to reveal them to me real like, you know, the spiritual world, like spirit room, like reading books, like about the spirituality of things and stuff like that. The spiritual laws that, that's in place that we don't even know about. People don't talk about. Mm-hmm. It's so much stuff that it is that it really entails that it really going to it's really going to take someone to be thirsty for the truth. I right. mean, but people are thirsty for all the wrong things. People are thirsty for affirmation or thirsty for attention or thirsty to become something for whatever reason that they need to have a fulfillment to be somebody here on this earth because their time is ticking. Then they wake up and they look and they say, okay, I'm, you know, about to be 40 years old and I don't have anything to show for. So now I need to get this show on the road, but that's the wrong thirst. Right. That's the wrong thirst. The thirst is, is just seeking after God and asking him what his will is for your life. And, you know, all, those, again, and all those things will be added. All those things will be added to you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added to you. You know, I'm going to keep on saying this. Who am I? Check out the book. Who am I? Check out God's process. I told you I've been sleeping on this book lately, but God's process this talks about it all right here. The process, you know, that third talks about the thirstiness. You know, you got to be thirsty and for him, you know, not for people. The Bible says, curses the man who, who put his trust in man and his heart depart from the Lord. So it's like you putting your thirst in man, you curse. Not only that, but, you know, add it all, add it to you. So he will put people in your life to help you. Yeah. He will put people in your life to love you. He will put people in your life to do all of these things if you just seek after him. You know what? You just brought up one other point that I wanted to make before we get off of here. But, you know, um, I heard this teacher, Dr. Lukia, he talked about your destiny helpers. You have destiny helpers and you have destiny blockers. Mm -hmm. So you have people that are in your life that can either block your destiny. Then you have people in your life that can help you fulfill your destiny. So, I mean, I even pray like, God, show me my destiny helpers. You know, you want to be thirsty for your destiny helpers, those people that can actually propel you. And a destiny helper may be somebody right in front of you. It may be the person you don't want to talk to. It may be the person that gives you that hard, stone-cold truth, you know, right. that you don't want to hear. Because at the end of the day, your destiny helpers to help you fulfill your destiny. And sometimes the things that stop you from fulfilling your destiny is the things that's inside of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it comes from within. There's people that are going to tell you the truth. But then you got the destiny blockers are the ones that, you know, tell you that everything is all right. You know, they ones like you, like your friends that, you know, oh, yeah. like the home team, the home court commentators. The friends that don't tell you the truth. Exactly. Or they don't, don't tell you what it really is. They don't tell how you. How it is. Yep. What you like. And then when they do, you know, they do try to say something to you, then you can't be corrected. You can't be. That's the thing. You have to listen. You have to listen, process understand and know because I think there's been a f- quite a few times I've told you something. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Were well, you like I, I say I'd have listened, I'd have heard you, but I still didn't for real hear you. And I'm like, and then you months years later, I was like Didn't I tell you that already? <laughs> <laughs> and it's it, it's crazy because 
you know, you can hear it, but then you you think you know, you think you received it, but it has to be revealed to you. You know, God has to reveal it to you in so many different ways. But no, I mean, I think about that even when like it goes back to what I was saying, like how friends, you know, can either help or hurt somebody. But my thing is a lot of people are so in their feelings to where if you was to tell somebody the truth, you know, then they're gonna automatically going to get offended. And now they're sealed up in their, you know, bondage of being held up because they're not willing to accept correction. You know, mm-hmm. um, one thing I'm, I'm learning a lot from, you know, the rep calls, they talk about, you know, listen, apply, don't defend. You know, that goes far, you know, obviously not just, you know, in that particular scenario because they're trying to help people learn how to be a speaker. And a lot of people defend, you know, some of the ways that they think. Mm-hmm. But that also goes to life. You know, mm-hmm. people can tell you something like, look, man, you need to stop thinking like that. Like the poverty mindset, you know, that's right. a huge one. You know, I mean, back in the day, you know, uh, you used to go to the basement party, you know, somebody step on my forces, you blow, you blowing their junk out. <laughs> like, like, they didn't really, really mean it. Sometimes, sometimes they mean it, but it's like little things like that. Like, yeah. man, you can't tell me nothing. If somebody step on my J's, I'm rocking their junk. Right. But you tell me, look, man, that ain't that serious, bro. <laughs> like, just some shoes, man. Right. You getting ready to go to jail, catch a case on some shoes because they, they scuffed them up. Right. Now you can't even wear them no more because you locked up and you're wearing a jumpsuit. <laughs> So it's like people don't think about that stuff like right. that. Mm-mm. But that's the mindset, though. Yeah. But, you know, you want to be thirsty for the right things. You want to be thirsty you know, for the good things, the things of God. You know, whatever is pure, whatever is just, whatever is of good report, you know, think on these things. I even add this. Be thirsty for those things. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's really what it's about. But anything else you want to add, wife? Thirstyism is real. It is. All right. Welcome to a Jones production. All right, Caleb Josh, we closing us out, man. Be smooth, y'all. Over and out. Join us next week for a new episode. For more content, visit us at www.ajonesproduction.com. Follow us on Instagram at a Jones Production LLC and like us on Facebook at a Jones Production.